Blog Talk Radio. What's up, y'all? This is Ryan Mundy, and you're listening to Weekdays with Murph. Hi, listeners, and welcome to another edition of Weekdays with Murph. Wow, it's been a long time since I've said that. Um, um, today on the show, we kicked off year number nine, which which is still tough to believe that we we we've been at this for nine years. Uh, but anyway, we uh, kicked off year number nine with with a super talented singer, songwriter, uh, radio host, and an activist, uh, uh, Reese Palmer. We'll talk with with Reese about her uh, career, music, and and anything that she's working on that she can talk about. And and we may get a pretty deep in in, in into a few topics because y'all know me, I don't shy away from anything. So with that being said, let's go ahead and welcome the the uh, lovely Miss. Miss uh, uh, Reese Palmer to the show. Hey, Reese, how are you? Thank you. I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you again for doing this. Oh, it's no problem. This is fun. Uh, um, you know, as as I said in the intro, uh, uh, let's just get get right into it. As I said in the intro. I don't shy away from a lot of things, <laughs> uh, and and as I was showing you off air a little bit before we we started the show, uh, um, one of the main reasons why I started this platform uh, was to give uh, people like yourself and other um, independent artists. Uh, a, a a safe place where they could come and 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 share their stories and their and their music and and just be heard in an industry where where we uh, both know that's not the case usually. Yes, definitely. Uh, but 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 we'll get get uh, more into that later. But uh, for right now, I uh, just kind of uh, introduce yourself and tell the listeners. Uh, how you got into music in the first place? Well, sure. My name is Reese Palmer, and as you said before, I am a singer-songwriter. Um, I have been, Lord, I've been in the business for a long time, <laughs> for almost 20 years. <laughs> and um, I also host a show on Apple Music Country called Color Me Country with Reese Palmer. And on my show, we delve into the histories of Black, Latinx, and Indigenous artists in country music. And um, gosh, how did I get into the business? I have been, like I said before, I've been doing this for about 20 years. And I started just by, you know, singing at home, singing at church, and um, anywhere that I could. And by the time I was 19, I got my first publishing deal in Nashville, and I released my very first album 
in 2007. And at that time, I was the first black woman in 20 years to have a song on the Billboard country charts with my debut single, Country Girl. And I've been out here making music ever since. I'm an independent artist now. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much that's the Cliff Notes version <laughs> of my story right there. Nice. And, and, and I'm glad you mentioned your your um tell me country uh show because because uh in doing research for this interview today, uh I went back and listened to a couple episodes and and you my friend are an incredible host. Oh wow, thank you. I appreciate that. That's how I praise. Uh uh and I'm always like I said, I'm always uh uh uh, when I got into the the, the uh, podcast game in 2012, uh, uh, I made myself a policy that 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 I will always welcome uh, a brand new host in the game. I mean, for me, it's not a competition. Uh, there's seriously room mm-hmm. for everybody in this genre. Yes, of course. And I've. I've reached out to uh, many, many hosts on on uh, on social media, and uh, and I've and I've welcomed them. and And this is probably the uh, highest compliment I could get. Uh, is uh, uh, I've had people come to me and say, "Murph, I started my podcast because I saw what you were doing," and 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 I admire you so much for it. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. No, that's 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 that is that's the highest compliment anybody can pay you. That's awesome. So, uh, um, um, I did have some kind of kind of a fun questions for you before we dive into uh, what's coming up next for you and and what's coming up for the show and everything. So. So, uh, sure. if you're up for it, I've got some some uh, uh, some kind of kind of get to know you questions. Sure, shoot them. Okay. Uh, now, I always ask this question in pretty much every interview, but uh, if you could go back and change one thing about your career thus far, would you, and what would it be? Hmm. Something that I would change. Well, that's a great question. Um, it's a great question because, like, I mean, there's a lot of things that on the surface I think that I would change, but, like, if I change them, would it change the course of what I'm doing right now? So, um, I mean, <laughs> I probably would have, I don't know, like, that's a really great question. Um, kind of stumped. I think probably the biggest thing is <laughs> like I would have still signed my record deal because again, we wouldn't be talking if I hadn't signed that record deal. But I would have maybe made some smarter business decisions like within that time. And maybe not trusted so um blindly <laughs> in a lot of regards. So yeah, I guess 
that would be the biggest thing. Like, and I also, now that I'm thinking about it, like, I tell this all the time to people that come on the show, like, new artists especially, like, just to enjoy the moment when you're new and all of this stuff is new because it'll never feel like that again. Like, everything, you know, things can be great and you can reach new levels and have a lot of really cool things happen to you, but you never get to be, like, a brand-new artist again. So I think if I had it to do over again, I would have focused more on enjoying the moment rather than – because I was just focused on working and just work, 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 and get to the next place and get to the point and reach my goals and all that, and I didn't really take the time to look around and, like, this is really happening. Like, you're really getting to do this stuff. So, yeah, I think – now that I have amended my my answer <laughs> like a million times, I think that would be the thing that I would change. I would I would have enjoyed the moment a lot more. Uh, and I mean I get that. Uh, um, I remember when I was uh, uh, first getting into podcasting. Man, I worked my tail off. I'm not even gonna lie mm-hmm. to you. Uh, 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 trying to get get. Um, guests for the show. I mean, I, I worked while I was on vacation. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh no, I, now, I completely I mean, understand. But now, I mean, I mean, nine years into this, I'm like, I'm kind of starting to, uh, I'm starting to slow down and kind of, I sort of made myself a a, uh, a minor New Year's resolution. Uh, mm-hmm. Um. In 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 regards to the show, just just to slow down, Murph. I mean, to slow down and enjoy it because because it's not going to last forever. I know that much. No. For a fact. it's not going to last forever. So slow down and totally. enjoy. No, that's and just enjoy the moment. That's it. I mean, because that's where that's where life is. Life is in all the little moments when you're not doing anything. Right, exactly. Right. Exactly. Well. Like this right now, I mean, I mean, just us talking back and forth, just, just, just minor chit chat. I'm loving this, you know. No, totally. That's 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 the, those are the things that you have to stop and appreciate and kind of just let yourself be in the moment. Like that's right. Absolutely. If I could, yeah. Okay. Uh. uh Another fun question for you. Uh, if you weren't in the business at all, what would you be doing right now if you weren't an artist? Oh, wow. Um, I don't even know. <laughs> um, I guess <laughs> I don't even know because, like, so much of my Lord. Um, guess I have always really enjoyed um, teaching and I work with some really awesome kids here in Durham, North Carolina, at a children's theater called Walltown Children's Theater, and I've taught uh, vocal performance and songwriting and that sort of thing. So I guess if I wasn't an artist, if I wasn't a musician, I'd be teaching. I really yeah. enjoy, like, I like kids. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Uh, uh, okay, uh. 
and now I know pretty much everybody in this world is on social media at this point. You'd be a <laughs> yes. hard person to find somebody that's not on social media. I'm going to be honest with you here. But uh, uh, how has, has social media affected your 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 uh, career as far as uh, as far as reaching new fans with the music and stuff? Oh, I mean. I have a love-hate relationship with social media, to be perfectly honest with you, because I really enjoy the way that it connects people and it brings people into your life that you may not have otherwise met, especially in moments like this, like when we're in the middle of a pandemic and so many of us are still quarantined and, and still at home. Like, it's great to be able to connect because, you know, I can't be on the road. I can't travel. So, you know, in that regard, as far as promotion and and marketing is concerned, like, I, social media, is, it's kind of, it's really hard to do what I do without it. It can be done. It's just, it's very hard. And uh, it can be very expensive if you're not, you know, if you're not, if you're trying to circumvent social media like I I can't think of anything else that works the same way but at the same time I really dislike the way that social media has made us all feel like we are experts at everything and that our opinions on every topic um, have to be shared and I think that And I think that, you know, it's made people, because you're not right in front of them, it's made people really bold and and nasty. Like, things that you would never say to a person in their face. Like, you would just never come to somebody like this. And because it's on social media and because you're protected in your home and you're behind a screen, you'll say it. And it's just, it, it makes discourse really difficult in some regards on social media. So, yeah, so that's, like I said, I have a love-hate relationship with it. Right. And and I think, I think most of the time we all do. I mean, I mean, I mean there's been times what I like with this show. Uh, I've used social media to uh, promote it. Uh, uh, you've seen the tweets and Instagram posts. You've seen them, I'm sure. But, mm-hmm. uh, and other times it's like it's like I don't even want to be on social media today because because crap's going down, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's um it can be really <laughs> like, you know, with everything going on politically and all of that, it's um it's it can be a landmine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I understand. And and uh and I've learned in my a billion or so years on social media, I have learned, uh, 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 for one thing, never read the comment section. Oh, my gosh, That's no. not good for your sanity. That's not good for your sanity. At all. <laughs> At so, all. So uh, what I like to do is just read and scroll, is, is just, just I read the post and, and keep scrolling, you know? Yes. Unless it's something funny, uh, then I kind of like to read the po- the, <laughs> the comments. True, 
Very, very true. Uh, so, uh, uh, I want to switch gears here, here, here a little bit and talk about your your um, Color Me Country radio show. Uh, uh, first of all, uh, uh, how were you approached uh, about doing this show? Uh, how did that happen? Actually, it's funny. Before the show was with Apple, it was something that I was going to do by myself. And I was actually poised to do it by myself. And then um, I, a friend of mine who is also an Apple radio host, uh, Kelly McCartney, linked me with Apple. And we took a meeting like the week before I was supposed to debut the show on my own. And we ended up uh, signing a deal, and I put off the initial run of the show that was, you know, that was supposed to be on my own. But the concept of the show, I really, I have a friend to thank for that. Um, One of my very, very good friends by the name of Shelly has been telling me for years that I should be doing a podcast or or something. And I was like, I have no idea what I want to talk to. And I don't think, I don't know necessarily if people want to listen to me talk. And um, she was just like, no, you know, all these things that you feel passionately about and, and that we talk about on the phone, like these are things that you could be talking about on the show. So that was always in the back of my mind. And I had been trying to come up with concepts for forever. And I just, nothing excited me or interest me that much. And so I, you know, I just kind of put on the back burner, whatever. And I think my interest got peaked when I started reading about what was going on with Lil Nas X being removed from the country charts after he made it onto the country charts with Old Town Road. And I thought that, you know, it's not necessarily my favorite song, or any of that, but I did think it find it interesting that the industry had decided that this song from this artist wasn't country enough to be on the charts when there are so many songs that incorporate a lot of the same elements that Old Town Road did that are not only on the country charts, but they end up being hits for those artists. And so I watched the whole thing kind of unfold and read as much as I could about it. And, you know, and in a lot of those pieces, I found that people would say things like that black artists or um, artists of color, there were only like a couple and, and not really mentioned the history that black artists contributed to country music that has been since the dawning of the music. So I just, I was like, this is it. I think this is it. So I took the title of Linda Martell, who was the first black woman to ever play the Grand Ole Opry, and to this point is the highest charting black woman on the country charts ever. Um, The name of her first album was Color Me Country, and I just thought that was such a perfect name. And this year, well, 2020 was the 50th anniversary of the release of that album. So I felt like it would be a really great way to 
honor her and to talk about this particular topic. So I started, once the lockdown happened, I started interviewing people because I was like, well, I have a a captive audience. I know everybody's home. And I started reaching out to different artists that I knew. And we started, I started recording interviews like in March of last year. And as I mentioned before, I was ready to debut the show in June, but Apple, the universe had other plans, and Apple became involved. And now that's the show that is airing and that everyone knows. Awesome. I love that story. Uh, uh, you know, and and so many people uh, host their own shows on Apple. So many of my friends. Yes. I mean, we've got uh, we've got uh, uh, my friend Tierra hosts her own show, which, yes. which I just love. Uh, uh, my friend Kelly Bannon, uh, my buddy Ty Bentley, they're all on there, and and I try to tune in as much as humanly possible. Yeah, no, Apple's got a great bunch of shows. Like it's and it's really very cool. The different. Like, the, just a very different perspective that everyone's show. Like, none right. of the shows are exactly the same, and they all cover different things. And it's just, like, it's a really nice, I think, cross-section of what country music and what country music fans are. Oh, I agree a thousand percent. Uh, now, now uh, I want to talk a little bit about Nashville, because... That is like my absolute favorite city in this world. <laughs> I've been going to Nashville. City. I've been going to Nashville off and on probably the last twenty five years or so because because I have family that lives about maybe maybe twenty minutes from downtown. So uh, so pretty much every time I'm there, uh, I've got a couch to crash on, which is nice. That's awesome. Uh, but but uh, but I remember. Uh, my first time in Nashville, my first time ever in Nashville, I was standing on Broadway. This was around 98, 99, something like that. And I mm-hmm. said, yep, we're going to be seeing a lot of each other in the future, Nashville. I guarantee you. <laughs> and we have. I mean. Yeah. I mean, and and I love the country music industry with, with literally everything in me. Uh, there's there's nothing I'd rather be doing than 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 sitting here and 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 talking to country artists like yourself. There's literally nothing I'd rather be doing with my life. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad that you get to do that. Like that's that's awesome. As I told you off air, uh, uh, I have a platform uh, 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 for this and. And I remember uh, when the uh, tornado came through Nashville uh, um, this past March or whenever that was. Uh, uh, I remember uh, I woke up that day and saw pictures of uh, and saw pictures of the of of the uh, of the basement devastation and all that, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and and I immediately started checking on my friends. Because I knew a bunch of people lived in that area. Uh, thankfully, mm-hmm. uh, thankfully they were all okay. Uh, but but um, this one Facebook comment stuck out to me, 
and it it stuck with me ever since. A friend of mine goes, uh, "This is your town too, Murph. You're here uh, pretty much all the time, so this is your mm-hmm. town." I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna go cry now." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think Nashville is that for a lot of us. Yeah, I think Nashville is, yeah, it is. It's that place for a lot of us. Yeah, I know, and and especially for for artists like yourself. Now, now, I'm not an artist, um, um, although I do play guitar. I have a couple of them staring at me right now as I'm I'm, uh, talking to you. I have a couple of guitars staring me right in the face right now. But but uh, I'm not an artist uh, in in any way, shape, or form. So I figured um, the next best thing to keep me close to an industry that I love with every fiber of my being is to uh, create this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... I've only been covering country music the past maybe seven years because because uh, the first two years, believe it or not, I covered Hollywood. <laughs> oh wow, that's cool. And uh, uh, but that actually wasn't wasn't uh, 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 my passion. My passion is and always has been music. So so uh, so I decided in 2014 to. I make the switch full time to uh, to um, covering Nashville and the country music scene, and it's been the best decision I've ever made. That's wonderful. Uh, I love that. Okay, uh, so so um, a couple more questions for you, then I think we're gonna gonna let you go. Uh, uh, when everything's said and done with your career, say. 30, 40 years down the road, whenever that might be, uh, what impact or legacy would you like to leave on the country music industry? Oh, that's an awesome question. Um, I think a lot about legacy. Um, I think the biggest thing that I hope that I'm able to accomplish is I just want to make it easier for people like me. I don't want anyone and just make it easier in general. I believe I'm I'm a strong proponent of equity and parity and with something that I love like music and something that I've dedicated my life to, I just would like to to steal Marin Morris's words. I'd like to leave it better than I found it. And I want every person that wants to pursue this and, you know, deserves a shot to get a shot. And so, you know, I, throughout my career, I've had a lot of really amazing things happen and I've had some really destructive things happen. And it's my hope that I can prevent people from making the same mistakes that I've made and at the same time, help to give them a push to create, to have the really amazing moments of my life happen to them and, and bigger and better. And so, yeah, I think that the biggest 
um, compliment and the biggest accomplishment that someone like me can can have is for others to be able to come behind me and have amazing careers because of something that I was able to either give them or that I was able to say to them or to do for them. That's really it. That's that's what I want. I don't want to reinvent the wheel or anything. I just want people to have a shot. So I'm going to do my part to make that happen. And I'm the same way. I mean, I mean, uh, and the reason I ask that question is because is because I'm like you. I I've been I've been covering this business for a long time, and uh, and and I've kind of been thinking about about uh, my own legacy uh, within the podcast world, and I feel mm-hmm. like uh, uh, um, regardless of anything I do. Any any awards I win in the industry, and I've won a couple, uh, but uh, uh, um, anything I do, uh, I just want to want to uh, make it clear and make sure people uh, think of me as as just being a good dude, you know. Mm-hmm. And. I always say too that that if this podcast can be a stepping stone for an artist to that next thing, that next interview, or the next gig, or the next whatever it's going to be, uh, then uh, then I feel like my job is done. Absolutely. And that's and that's literally just just uh, just everything I want. I mean. I don't care, like I said, about accolades. I don't care about fame. I don't care about any of that. Heck, uh, uh, I've even, I'm even un- uncomfortable with the term fans to, to uh, describe my listeners. I don't have fans. Yeah. Let's just be honest. Right. I don't have fans here. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm, I'm even uncomfortable with that. So, that's just. That's just my feelings on it. No, I think that that's that's uh, the right attitude to have about it and the way to look at it. And and it's always been that way for me. Uh, from day one, I'm like I'm like, folks, I'm not famous enough to have fans here, okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, because when. When I think of somebody that that has fans, I think of like a, a a George Strait or or like a Tom Cruise or somebody like that. I'm like, I ain't that famous. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, 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 um, last question I've got for you, before we let you go. Uh, I know you're a, a a very very creative person, so so when it comes to uh, music or just in your daily life in general, what inspires or 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 uh, motivates you? What inspires me or motivates me? That's a great question. Um, I 
know. Um, I'm motivated by. I'm motivated by the work. Like I, I truly, with every fiber of my being, like when you asked me earlier, what would I do if I wasn't doing music? Like I really couldn't think of another answer because I absolutely love what I do. I love that you know God gave me the gift of song and and the gift of communication in that way with people because it really is. It's like it's like communion. And I'm just motivated by, like, not knowing where this is going to take me every day. Like, it, sometimes it makes me crazy, but I'm just really, like, wherever wherever the spirit, wherever, some people call it the news, some people call it the spirit, whatever, but wherever it takes me, I'm really interested and intrigued and want to know and want to go. So yeah, I'm I'm motivated by the work. I'm motivated by other people, like getting to do stuff like this, and you know, share music with others and 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 see how it touches them and, and affects them. I love that. So yeah, it's it's the work. I'm I'm very motivated by the work. That's awesome. Uh, well. Uh... Uh, I wanted to, to uh, I thank you again for taking about, about uh, 30 or 35 minutes of your time to, to uh, come on and do this. This has been so much fun. Oh, no, same here. I, I thank you so much for speaking with me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I've got to tell you, uh, uh, in regards to, to, your your activism and what you stand for in this industry, I'm right there with you. I'm fighting for you, and I'm well, fighting. Well, thank with you. you. I appreciate that. We, I, you're. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to speak with you, and and it's been an honor and a pleasure. So thank you. Absolutely, and and seriously, if there's ever anything I can do for you whether it's a promotion for a new record, a new single, or whatever, or or anything outside of the business. I just as a friend, I mean, I mean, you know where to find me. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Well, uh, I think we're gonna let you go and let and, uh, and let you get back to your evening. But 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 like I said again, it's been so much fun. Same here. So do you have a great day. Thank you. All right. I'll talk to you later, Reese. Okay? Take care. All right. Bye. Hope you guys enjoyed our interview with uh, the lovely Miss uh, Arisi Palmer. Uh, that turned into more of a therapy session than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, let's see. And, and yes, I remembered... Uh, how all the buttons work, folks. <laughs> After not doing this for a couple months, I remembered uh, what all the buttons did. <laughs> so, um, let's see. Next Tuesday at 4.30 Central, uh, we welcome the uh, lovely and talented Miss uh, Daniela to the show. So, I think with that, I think I'm going to end the episode right here. Uh, you've been listening to A Witness with Murph. Thank you and goodbye. <laughs>